EMZT Radio is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash EMZT. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. For you, the listeners of EMZT Radio Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. That's audibletrial.com slash EMZT. For the February Women in Horror Month, I have a local Women in Horror, Miss Kimberly Christine, the local ghost tour lady, or the ghostest as they call you. Ghostess with the mostest. Ghostess with the mostest. And she has a website, cityofdarkangelstours.com. She does the local tours down here at the London Bridge, the American home of the London Bridge. And uh, thank you for coming. Thank you for having. Thank you. So, yeah, you're, you're featured on our Women in Horror. Yay. Yay. And it doesn't always, because it always just has... Uh, the film actresses. Mm. You know, that's what they mainly... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah Hollywood. Yeah, ah. yeah but because uh, there's a womeninhorrormonth.com website that are listing more artists, authors... Good, good. That's uh, perfect. Yeah, musicians, um, just more. Dominatrixes. <laughs> <laughs> if they do it in February. <laughs> <laughs> so um, when I heard about your little tour, I'm like... We need to get you in here. We yeah. Need, we need to talk to you. And even though I went on the tour a couple times, she was so nice to let me go for free <laughs> to uh, check it out and also take pictures the second time. And even though you said you said everything verbatim the second time, I was still entertained. Of course. I, you know, as I say, it's always like like in theater, right? Mm-hmm. It's a different show all the time, even though you're like, no, it's the same show. Yeah. So, so how many years have you been doing this, like, total? Because I know you've been moving around a bit. Yeah, I started in um, 2014 in Savannah. I lived out in Savannah for a year, and that's when I got my paranormal start. Um, I worked at the Gribble House Paranormal Experience, which was a, um, a big trolley warehouse that got built on top of a um, property where an axe murder, a triple axe murder, occurred in the late 1800s. Wow. So, um, eventually in the forties, the, the property got demolished and this trolley warehouse got built up and people that were working on the trolleys during the the nighttime in the garage would see shadows, things would move on their own and they started to freak out and they eventually got investigators inside and they, um, said, yeah, the place is heavy with activity and, and um, so then they started to do the research and they found out about the triple X murder that occurred in one corner of the warehouse, in, in the warehouse. Then in another corner, there uh, there was like um, um, uh, slave quarters. And then on the opposite end, closer to, the, to one of the, the entryways, the street, there was a mass burial for the Revolutionary War soldiers. So it was just, <laughs> just a hotbed of activity. Yeah. So the trolleys outgrew the property and at nighttime, um, the the garage was empty. So what they started to do was um, turn it into an investigation site at night. Um, the office was still in that main building, so it was empty and vacant. And they're like, hey, let's let's get a couple extra bangs for a buck out of it, right? And bring people in and, and, and 
unleash them into the darkness with oh. equipment, you know. So that was really uh, so got did my they, equipment use. They pro- they provided equipment, or you? Had yes, it? no, they had they had all they had all the equipment. Mm-hmm. They had REM pods, of course, you know, EMF detectors, mm-hmm. ghost, bo- you know, sorry, spirit box, spirit, spirit box. boxes, yes. um, uh, ghost meters, uh, all different kinds of of, of fun little toys uh, that uh, we all got to learn and explain to the the guests when they would come in. Um, and it, it would generally run from like eight o'clock until 10. So we'd give people like an hour and a half, um, investigation in, in this dark, in the darkness, yeah. you know? So it was scary on top of it. And, oh. um, and that's really when I had my experience talking with the other side and three to five nights a week, I would talk to the dead. Um, <laughs> they would pretty much welcome us when we would come into work for the night. You'd hear our names, Kim, come through the box. It was like, Ooh, goosebumps. <laughs> Um, I've been called a bitch. I've been, oh, sorry. Can we scare no, yeah, Yes. Okay. Let it fly. Um, Let I've the been, fucks fly. I've been, <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been called a bitch. I've been called an idiot by the spirits, not by the guests. Um, the particular, uh, hallway where the triplax murder occurred, like literally where the women's bodies were found. It was, uh, like almost like a storage room hallway. Oh. And, um, you know, we would bring people in there to investigate and it didn't really seem to be that of a hotbed spot they think that maybe they had crossed over you know but maybe there is just a a little bit of a lingering of them and uh generally as hosts and moderators we would walk around to all the different groups when we would separate them in the different areas and check on them like hey how are you doing you know are are you talking because sometimes people don't like to talk to to the spirit box they just sit there and wait for voices to come through they don't know what to say a lot of the times you you don't you have all these questions but you don't know what would be people check it out like what do I say to nothing? Yeah, well, what... <laughs> you know, well, talk to yourself. If you were to talk to yourself, what would you say? You know, knowing that maybe there's somebody here like from a hundred years ago, you know, and these, their spirits are people too. And, you know, yeah. maybe they had a favorite food or, you know, they like to drink alcohol and get drunk and, <laughs> you know, maybe they played sports or wore clothing. Like what was their favorite outfit? What's their favorite color? I mean, all these different questions. So sometimes people would just freeze up and yeah. we just wanted to make sure that they were having a conversation conversation and if they were just sitting there frozen just listening to that you know the static click 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 come through the box it's like talk 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 say say something so the minute i walked in through the doorway i'm like hey how's everyone going sure thing right through the spirit box bitch (laughs) and i went all right it looks like you're good I'm going. I'll Bye. let you guys be. Obviously, I'm not wanted here. <laughs> so I turned around and I left, and it was like the funniest thing ever. I'm, you know, I mean, the, like I said, the shit that you hear, you know, coming from the other side is, uh, I mean, idiot. I've been called an idiot. Okay. Yeah, an idiot. But no, I'm not a bitch. Right. No, you're not. No, you're very friendly. Right. Yeah, Don't I just me off, though. I just love. So the tour, uh, so the tour here, what research did you do to get? With um, I went to the History Museum. Uh, uh, I mean, we all like to go online and find stuff, but sometimes that stuff is like half ass, mm-hmm. you know, and you really want to get get really into it. You know, when I after I left Savannah, I moved to L.A. and I decided to do the research down in, in Hollywood because, oh, my God, the fodder there and the, mm-hmm. thing, the things that talk about was like so overwhelming. Yeah. And it probably took me about a year to polish that tour off. But the resources I had there, I mean, the downtown library in L.A. was eight stories high. Yeah. So you can imagine all the floors. It was like, uh, where do I start? I think they had like two or three floors of just occult and paranormal. (laughs) I mean, it was so crazy. So here, you know, we only have one library. Yes. And it's very small. One little. Yeah. Tiny little library. And their occult section's like this big. (laughs) Like five books in the occult section. Because it's taboo. Oh, my gosh. 
Um, so, uh, exactly. so then I went to the history museum and I probably got just as much, you know, information there. I mean, I wasn't able to pull a lot of books out, but I got to see, you know, see a lot of things, um, as far as like the, the newsprint goes. Oh my God. I, you know, it'd take me to a year to a year to get through all of, you know, the, those. And sadly they don't have microfiche or anything, you know, anything like mm-hmm. that where I could, you know, sort through, I literally would have to open up a book and like turn every page right. and, you know, so it's uh, like old fashioned, um, come on, have a suit. <laughs> we can find plenty of jobs for people to do, you know, let's, let's get, let's get a, a, a filing system going here. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so that was pretty much the research I did. Mm-hmm. Um, I started it when I first came out here in, was it 1917, um, 2017 in May. And I started my first tour uh, October 13th. It was Friday, Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. Uh, oh. And uh, I pretty much had most of my research done at that point. Um, but it's overwhelming. You know, there's so many different things that I talked about. And sometimes you just got to you know, hone in and it does, it takes, it takes a lot of polishing Mm -hmm. and, you know, you got kids on the tour, you want to talk about a a lot of things. And, you know, I would talk about the Tommy knockers in the mines, but the bottom line is we're doing a tour down by the bridge in the lake. We're far from the mines. So at that point, it really doesn't scare people that much because you're not bringing them to the mines. If I brought them to the mines, that'd be one thing. So I had to keep it, keep it there, keep it, you know, keep it distant yeah. I, I mean keep it close to um the the where we were literally at yeah. so um so yeah so it's uh and then I was just busy going to school and it was just overwhelming and I just said you know what I just need to put everything on hold for now so I would start it back up again another six months later um a special event and then it was just like okay let me just get it back open again let me do it because I've always loved doing it you know mm-hmm. I have a master's in theater I love talking I mm-hmm. love telling ghost stories always has as a kid I've been an only child so I've lived a lot of my life alone you know I like to a single parent you know my mom was always out drinking and partying mm-hmm. so I was home watching scary movies right. I loved it yes. I loved fear so when when did you get introduced to scary movies um oh probably young probably really young uh yeah, he's Boom Doom started at four. Oh, <laughs> four. oh I don't, I don't even remember an a, an age, but I've, you know, there's just something about being home alone and watching scary things. It's just that, you know, and then the stories are really fascinating too. Yeah, the story, like ooh, the history of the story and the anniversary dates and all these things that pop up and what you're not supposed to, what you're not supposed to do but they do it anyway because right. it'd be a boring movie if they didn't so. well and, it, and it's the true stories you know like mm. the real the ghost stories you know i i'm not really into the slasher stuff i'm like yeah whatever i mean that gets kind of old i like real ghost spooky supernatural because you know with those stories comes a script and with that script comes research with that research come comes a writer who literally talked to somebody who does paranormal investigations who deals with spirits so you know anytime just in general any movie you see there's a lot of historical fact behind a lot of it and they try to get to truth and as much as it can be a fictional there is truth behind it. Some things might get tweaked a little bit. Like, um, ever seen Interstellar? Yes, a long time ago. So, yeah. for your audience and for everybody, <laughs> Interstellar is a kind of a science fiction-y movie starring Matthew McConaughey. Right, right, right. And mm-hmm. um, there is a paranormal element in there, and it will blow your freaking mind when you get to that point and you realize 
And I, I mean, I'm getting goosebumps now yeah. talk, talking about it. Yep. <laughs> uh, in the theater, I got goosebumps when that paranormal element came out. And it was like, holy shit. Yeah. This is, this goes beyond paranormal. This is science as well. And, you know, other dimensions and, and time travel and holy crap. Ultimate you know, realities. so it really, exactly. It really yeah. opened up my thinking too. And mm. that, and it's just like, wow. I mean, our universe is fucking amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is that the stories that we can come up with. Right. I mean, man humanity just comes up with all these stories of what it would be like out there or what would come out there mm-hmm. come down here and why come down here mm-hmm. <laughs> you <know>? right, right. <laughs> and then you get into aliens and stuff yeah. you're like well you know i don't know for some reason they're not as scary i don't know why i think because they're like they're they're literally they're matter they're they're something you yeah. know rather than like you know energy. ethereal yeah 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 and uh i, I really like i personally like sci-fi horror because they do mix real science with paranormal elements but it's like a possibility that they could just inject you with something all of a sudden you're seeing spooks or Mm, ghosts or mm, or something mm. or you can move things with your mind i mean that's what i like about science fiction that the paranormal can be in a vial yeah exactly (laughs) it's it's there it's there i mean they're traveling through it we we haven't gotten there yet obviously you know not very far anyway Someday, 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 hopefully I'm still alive, yeah. you know, to, to experience that, wh- whatever it is, that mind opening thing, mm. like the, the matrix. I watched mm-hmm. the matrix again. Actually, I have matrix three. It's okay, but, um, uh, sorry. Yeah. Um, but, uh, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> sorry no. for the filmmakers on that. You know, it wasn't as good as one and possibly two. Um, but, but, but the story behind all that, 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 I mean, the total backstory of why this was going on what why they were in this world that's not a reality present, not the present uh, right yeah yeah <sighs> just the whole i i mean you got like it got to three before you're like oh my god there's something behind <laughs> so the reality what is reality yeah uh, donnie darko donnie darko oh. oh i know oh what was the one there was one about his sister that was just as twisted oh is it the second one uh-huh that's his Shit, sister. i don't know if i'd seen it that's his sister the, the girl she, that was doing the dancing. Yeah. She's even more messed up. Oh. <laughs> and you're sitting there going, what? She's in cellar door. I remember Drew Barrymore said that cellar door. The sound of cellar door. Anyway, so mm. uh, what days do you do your tours? Um, I do my tours on Fridays and Saturdays. Um, and I pick one various weekday. Uh, because a lot of times people work weekends and they can't make it to the tour. So mm-hmm. by having a tour on a Monday night one week and maybe a Tuesday night the next week, mm-hmm. uh, I can vary it up and then kind of be assured that, yeah, somebody is going to come and take take the tour. Um, uh, it's It's been slow going out here just because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, it took time. It took me probably about a good year, year and a half before I really started to break ground in, in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um but um and Havasu is a much much smaller place yes you know as much as we do get tourists you know people like to do the boating thing and then they go to bed early yeah and that's the only bummer about this town yeah it's not a late night town and it's really hard to get people to come out at seven o'clock at night to take a ghost tour (laughs) yeah it's I was like what there's a ghost tour oh yeah let's go yeah and if nobody if nobody books then I don't drive all the way there and do a tour you know, because I have to get ready. I have to make sure all the batteries are fresh from the equipment mm-hmm. and make sure everything is working. Yeah. And then, you know, head head on down 
and I'm not going to just stand there and, and hope somebody shows up and then be like, okay, so they just went an hour and a half. Now I'm just going to go back again. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so I, I usually will have a cutoff an hour and a half before the tour time. If nobody books, then at that point, nobody's going to book. Right. You know, so then I, I, uh, I do an auto close on the tour. But, um, and that's why it's important to get people book a tour before 530. And we can, we can do all this through the website, right? Book the tour. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. And I prefer yeah. it. It's easier that way because yeah. I'm, I work all day long and it's really difficult for me to take calls mm-hmm. I, and I'm, I'm doing massage. I'm working on clients. I'm teaching, you know, right. during the day. Uh, just the other day I had a guy call and, and I got back to him, but that was in between the time that I was uh, uh, just getting ready to go into work on a client, and mm-hmm. I felt bad. I, I'm like, I, you know, I can't, I can't take your information down and, and get you confirmed. But please go onto the website and and book and and book the tour through the website. Yeah. And um, you know, I, it was a a donation uh, that I gave away for Christmas, oh. and um, it was for uh, uh, yeah the yacht club out here. Yeah. So I I, I gave some that tickets away, which which is nice, you know. Uh, that was fun. And I had somebody uh, uh, call, and I'm like, just like I do is just you know book book on the website. That's it. Because then I send a confirmation email. It talks about where we meet, what time, what to expect, how how to dress, bring your phones fully charged, you know, right. all these different things too. Because right. I want people to be able to know how to use equipment you know so they don't have to go out and buy it you know you can use your phones our phones are a very expensive piece of electronical equipment spirits are pure energy so of course they are going to be able to manipulate those devices and i just want to make sure everyone's got those devices fully charged so they can use them and play around yeah it's just so much easier with the technology we have to like on your phone you'll see oh booked 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 or no book or you're like the other when we were trying to hook up it was raining. <laughs> You're like, oh, and you yeah. texted me, no, no, we're not going out. It's yeah, raining. <laughs> no, that's, and it, yeah. that's a rare occasion out here for that to happen. Yeah. But, um, but when it or, did, or it really did. super, super, super windy. Cause yeah. we had some pretty, we had some pretty brutal, brutal winds. And when you're down by the water and stuff, it can get pretty choppy mm. and, and the winds do pick up when you're by the water. I and it gets really cold. Yeah. Very cold, especially in the winter. You know, yeah. a lot of people are like, Hey, you're in Arizona. We can wear shorts and flip flops. Um, go, no. go ahead, but I wouldn't <laughs> recommend it. <laughs> Just because you're from Minnesota doesn't mean it's going to be warm. I know. Yeah. Hey, I'm not bashing the people from Minnesota cause I'm no. from Minnesota. <laughs> So I'm bashing myself. Yeah. But yes, I know what it's like when you go down to Arizona in the winter. And you yeah. get a little arrogant and you're like, hey, I can wear a shirt. Hey, okay, it's Jimmy Buffett, Margaritaville down here all summer, you know, all no. year long. <laughs> no. no. When it's nighttime, no, it's not. Yeah, no, not at all. Except in the summer, then yeah. Oh, gosh. And and that's unfortunate, too, because, you know, once the heat starts picking up, there's no way I can do a tour when it's 90 degrees at night. Yeah. It's too, it's too confining and it's just hot. And, you know, so usually around the end of May, I have to cut the tours mm-hmm. and hold off until usually the end of September, the mm-hmm. first week in October again. When it cools off. And that is, that's yeah. a long chunk of time to yeah. not do a tour. And, you know, when I was in, in Hollywood, I did them year round year round well yeah the weather is and, better there and mm-hmm. so i i do miss that so you know the tours are very you know hit or miss with the weather and different things like that so it's spotty but so i mean you're highly entertaining like i said even though i did the tour twice i wasn't bored oh, i was good i was fascinated <laughs> i i still loved hearing all about the stories of our london bridge and you even made an extra creep factor by saying uh that the bodies from <laughs> from the river got onto the bricks because mm, yes. it was on the river going that yeah. residual yeah. haunting and the residual junk yes that 
that that's how the bridge is attaches itself yeah, yeah. yeah. uh-huh yeah you know i'm thinking so. thinking about that people are like well how are spirits attached the, to the bridge it's a different bridge it's yeah. like yeah no, but no. thinking about all the mud and the muck and the decomposition <laughs> of the right the, yeah. no it's still it's still there it can't He's be washed there. off yeah can't, no yeah no it can't be washed off i mean what did they like take every brick and scrub it no, with like did. bleach no no we know they did we not know, do that. we know no. so if you really want to gross somebody out tell them that i dare you to go up and lick one of the bricks that are by the water because <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, one of the ladies like moved away when you're touching and said oh, they're here right they're here, here. Right? she's like oh <laughs> yeah, it's right there just like slime grows right it can it can work its way up just like yeah. little bugs you yeah. know and okay, so the tour lasts about an hour and a half. Hour and a half, yeah. Hour and a half. Uh, you do have to be in a little bit of good shape to do it. <laughs> it's just mm. it, the walking is is fine. I was fine with that, but going back up those stairs are killer. Oh no! <laughs> but going down and then walking along the channel that was just oh yeah. Actually, making I make an effort once a week on Sundays. I run mm-hmm. from Rotary Park, and I ran all the way to the bridge yes. and. I made it up Is those that two miles? bitch ass stairs. Yes. <laughs> Ran up the stairs, across the bridge, back down the other side, rotary park. Yeah, d- d- by the dog park, out of the back. Anyway, everyone's like, whatever, just shut up. Um, but no, 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 no. I, 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 I'm, you'll, you'll see me like rubbing my hip and because I'm still in pain from it. Yeah. I, I hold ass. Well, plus and those stairs is. are set steep. They are steep. It is. And there's like, there's three huge levels yeah. you know and uh yeah so it is it is a good workout yeah. and it's kind of it's they're kind of slick too those stones are slick mm. so if you're not careful or you don't have any tread on your shoes you can have an accident have so, I? yeah yeah so uh her her tour is very entertaining i mean you can go multiple times and i've also been telling people good when i was out good. saying but if they're not really interested in talking about paranormal then it's not for them yeah, no, yeah. it's not. You know, and I've had people say, well, can I bring my six-year-old? It's like, um, not no. really. Unless you're that parent that doesn't care what your six-year-old watches and they're already watching rated R movies. Right. And I've had that. I've had a few people bring young kids like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I show some pretty graphic pictures, yes. you know. Uh, the heads on the spikes. <laughs> yeah, right? Even though it's artwork, yeah. you know. It's still gruesome. Well, Jack the Ripper, yes. you know, the victims, the liter- the the real pictures yes, those, of the women. Those were gruesome. Yeah. Oh. So it's like, you know, you sure you want to bring your kid? And I make sure I tell them that, just so you know, I'm, I show pictures of that. If you, want, if you don't want your kids to see it, you know, even just talking about it, they're going to have a visual in their mind. Yeah. So, um, oh, wow. yeah, yeah, I yeah, mean, she, it is, she it's... shows, she shows these great actual pictures all from the museum on her little iPad. Mm. So you have a visual as well as you tell them the story. Yeah. And it, so it's interactive, you yeah. know, and that's everything. People like to see photos. Yes. They, they like to experience the, the, the paranormal. So it's, it's very interactive. I just don't sit and look and point, Hey, look at right there's this. No, here, here's a, here's a picture of how this really looked. Yes. You know, so then it, yes. it, it, it tells a better story, you know, because people are, some people People are visual some people are audible some people you know mm-hmm. some people just you know process things differently and they like to see different things just like you know students when students are learning they like you know they learn in different manners so so this way it just it keeps it people like to see things yes. you know yes yes and uh she ends the tour like it's like the last half hour is playing with the ghost hunting equipment and sometimes you get results and sometimes you don't because 
people freeze up and get shy. I mean, I I couldn't know what to say. I'm like, what do I ask that won't piss them off? Yeah. <laughs> but then that's sort of what you need is just a little provoking on them. Sure. Yeah. The the favorite thing I I I heard was when that guy asked, "How did you die?" And the answer came up, Darcy. <laughs> Darcy. Darcy. Wait, was that you that was we heard we heard water ski? Yeah. Or something like yeah. that. Water ski. Like, water what? Ski. Yeah, I was waiting for an answer. I was like, um, death by girlfriend or wife? What a bitch. And I almost was waiting to hear, yeah. Yeah, she was. <laughs> yeah, she was Darcy bitch. killed me. Yeah. I don't know how she did it, but she did it. And uh, since it's also when you're ending, it's near some condos. Do you ever get complaints? Because, you know, you do have to yell a little bit well, to, or talk loudly. Talk the, loudly. The death whistle. And the death whistle. That which really I have scares. pictures. I have pictures. You'll see them. Yeah. That was freaky. Creepy. <laughs> and I'm supposed to, uh, you know, and, and, and a good thing people don't probably live in those condos, you know, all, all month round. long yeah. or year round. Because yeah. then they're going to be like, God, there's that creepy noise again. What the hell is that? People <laughs> are screaming. But, um, yeah, so far, no complaints. And that's why, the, I mean, the tour ends at 830. Okay. You know, more than yes. likely, some of those people in there got mu- their music louder. Right. You know, or either it's a prime time, it's a weekend. I mean, every now and again, I'll see people out on the balcony. They don't know what's going on. Right. I mean, that <laughs> death whistle, it chilled me. I was like, oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it works. <laughs> yeah. It works. Uh, it'd be nice if to know if we actually did draw a few spirits that were like, <laughs> hey, yeah. I'm coming on over. I hear you whistling for me. <laughs> okay. So what are the usual... I was trying to find... What's the usual price of the, the tickets? Uh, tickets are $20. $20. Um, okay. And uh, the, 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 the reason why it's $20 is because you get to use the equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, most tours normally average from 15 to 20 as far as ghost tours go. Um, yeah. uh, like if you do a normal historical tour down by the bridge, I believe it's $10. Mm-hmm. And that's just, you know, daytime. Of course, people want to be scared. They want to pay a little bit more to be scared. Yeah. And the minute you you flash that ghost hunting equipment in front of them and tell them, guess what? You're going to have hands on. You're going to touch it. You're going to experience it. You're mm-hmm. going to hear from the other side. You may hear your name. It's like, well, well you know. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, <laughs> the ghost tours do tend to be more. Um, uh, it's be, worth Because it. of that. Uh, because it is an experience. It's not your... It's not you're just sitting there listening to stories. You're you're in, gonna be part it. of it. Yeah, you're in it. You are gonna be part of it. Yeah. Um, and I don't think twenty dollars is is too much no. to ask. Uh, there's certain you know if you follow me on my social media, uh, I'll run up some ads and I'll, I'll post specials. Right now, because it's Valentine's Day, I'm running a special. Um, uh, it's fifty percent off, and the promo code is Love Bites. Nice. <laughs> and it expires the 16th. Okay. So in case, you know, somebody wants to go out on Valentine's Day, I'm going to run a tour on Valentine's Day. That's because I'm single and I don't care, you know. <laughs> uh, and there's a, a singles group out here in Havasu and that I'm part of and I let oh. them know too. Hey, come on out, guys, you know. Lovely. And girls, sorry. Yes. People, come on, come on out. Do a ghost tour. Let's have fun. Get together with other single people, you know. And, so it's um, almost a meetup. Yeah, it is, it is almost, you know. <laughs> But um, but the the special is out there for everybody, you know. Uh, oh. Valentine's Day, if you go with a significant other or not. So yeah, oh. let's see if you got any old uh, old flames that are sticking around. The love locks. <laughs> the, all right. the love locks. <laughs> nice. Um, do you do you see your tour expanding in any way, adding anything else? 
Well, the only other thing I thought about is literally going out onto the lake. Ah. Uh, I've done, uh, uh, my girlfriend and, and uh, uh, her husband, we went out on their boat, brought the equipment. We did some things. I mean, we, we still heard stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it was really cold and windy that night, and the water was really choppy. Mm-hmm. So we couldn't really make it out into the full lake. We were just making it out out, out the channel um like where where we stopped for the tour mm-hmm. out that way and we started to get out into the lake a little bit it was like yeah. it just got too choppy and we turned around and came back but um i i mean i would like to do uh almost like an overnight Ooh. on a on a on a boat you know and there's a 50 dollar tour yeah yeah at <laughs> least yes, right um <laughs> yeah. because you know when we when we talk about spirits and ghosts i'm sure a lot of people have heard of the fact that it's not just people that they can see uh uh, references of i mean you can like if there's a car accident i'm sure you've probably heard a lot of stories about people saying they can see a ghost car Mm. well i've seen the movie ghost ship yes 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 same thing and all of the accidents that happen out here on the our lake every year lots of ships crashing Mm -hmm. people you know getting killed accidents happening so there's going to be a lot of ghost ships that are out on our lake so to be able to do an overnight maybe say from you know 11 o'clock or maybe 10 10 o'clock to like maybe four or five o'clock in the morning to to do a an investigation in in that sense so people would get a nice you know sleep before they come in and then go out on the lake and yeah. Bring all their equipment. That might, that might be new, new research you need to find is uh, where people died. Yes. there's records of that. Um, um, I think the either the police has public rep- records on it or the newspapers. Can I've get... I've went to the, the, the police to ask about how many people have died on the lake. And they said, we don't know that. Go to the city. I went to the city. They're like, we don't know that. We'll contact this person. We contacted <laughs> that person. They're like, I don't know that. Then, I mean, then they literally, I, I went through, I think, three or four different transfers before they eventually transferred me to, like, the main state in Phoenix oh, building. And, and then she said, well, we can't give you that information. And it's like, well, I'm not asking for names of people who died. I just want it. I want a number. Just a number. I want a number. I yeah, you know. So, but then that just means now I have to research every single year, between pretty much from when spring break is, you know, pretty much through that period, um, to get numbers. And not only that, but getting names would be interesting too. Because if some of those names that we've been hearing are some of the names of the people that have passed on the lake, because if it's on average seven, six or seven people every year, and every year over what, the last 15 years, the last 10 years, the last 20 years, that's over, you know, 160, 200. I mean, it could be, or more. we could be like 300, you know. Oh, yeah, that's kitty. So, yeah, so, I mean, that's, that's a lot of people out in that little small area of the lake. And then... Copper Canyon, where people jump and dive off. There's been plenty of deaths yeah, down there. I hear a lot of that. That there's, would be a really nice place to go and do something. There's sunken boats down there. Uh, mm-hmm. I've dived down there. So <gasps> I've seen them. It goes 60 feet. That's that's pretty big. I think. And, and, what, what, and what was it? There was just rock? There's rocks it's down there? Rock they got a, and like uh, ledges. It's like a cliff? Ledges. So they, they have to jump out far enough so they won't hit yeah, it? Yeah, there's... Or? Yeah, where they jump out, they need to jump at least 10 feet out. Oh. And a lot of the times they don't. Oh. So when they hit, they hit their feet, they hit the ledge. Oh. But 
not always. It depends on how the height of the water is. Sure, sure, sure. But mm. it's at least, it's less than 10 feet under wow. the ledge. And I've been under that. There's tunnels down there. And I can't go in. I have a thing with the uh, yes, claustrophobia. Small spaces. Yeah, oh, yeah, I know. I can't. Like when I see yeah. those cave, I, I can never watch cave diving movies. Oh, no, I'm no, like, no, no, no. No. Getting cramped in small oh. spaces. Yeah. See, I'm getting chills. I know, right? I can't that's, stand it. that's like my fear. That's yeah. like my fear of dying right there is like getting stuck in it. And oh. then the damn catfish down that way are big. Oh. They look like snakes. Oh, wow. They're big. They're big. Yeah, and they're scary, and they look like big black snakes. You know the the um, yeah. the couple that I went on the boat with. They were they had been out the previous the previous weekend before, and you know because I I would talk about the trolls yes. under the bridge. Yes. Now I stopped talking about it because it is too childish, and I don't have enough kids on the tour, so that's all right. Focus on the ghosts. Um, <laughs> but um, uh, and I would bring up a little bit of the a mermaid factor. You know, oh. as well as uh, for the trolls, and and they said, you know, we we had seen something very interesting, and it almost looked like a seal. They oh. said it had weird back fl- flippers, yeah. and and it was big, and it and it moved really quick, and it like it did a weird wow. thing. And they said maybe it was the troll a troll that you were talking about, <laughs> and I'm like maybe it was a mermaid, and they're like oh. maybe or some mutated. Turtles we have. Right? <laughs> we have turtles that have the big flippers. Ah. I don't know if we still have them, but hmm. last time I was out with my dad, he caught big turtle. Oh, wow. And it had the huge flippers. Hmm. And underwater, that looks like some critter. <laughs> like a I really bet. sea critter. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, um... So yeah, so yeah. so doing investigations on the lake. Yes, that's, that's expansion. That's, but but then that's also a huge liability. Yes, because then there we are then late at gonna... night in the darkness, where another boat could crash into us, and then we'll be the next story that um, yeah. I sure don't talk about. Because but... <laughs> people don't always run the lights. I mean, when we saw them where yeah. we were, they, their lights weren't on. See, yeah, yeah. and that's. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it, it'd be very dangerous to do such, unless you ended Waivers. up getting, like, the, the ferry, you know, a, a big, something big. But, oh, remember, yeah. didn't one of the spirits say that they traveled on the ferry? <laughs> I don't remember. Maybe, maybe the ferry was driving by, yeah. if I'm trying to remember that right. Yeah. Hmm. But, yeah. Um, so, are you also, I heard you might be also part of, isn't there a paranormal group? That meets up. Um, I was horror, horror slash paranormal. Group. I uh, I have a meet up, um, which is called Ghost Goosebumps and Gizmos in the City of Dark Angels, yeah. um, and I would do monthly meetups where we would go to different places within the city and just do investigations, get people together, get people to experience some of uh, some of it. I uh, I even had run paranormal investigation classes so if kids want to get into it because when I was in LA I had a parent contact me saying that their kid their kids are doing ghost hunting YouTube videos and she's like but we we fear that they really don't quite understand the the um the the the, the whole um, uh, um 
whatever. The, the, the kids aren't really getting it correct. They're just going out with the equipment and, and not realizing really what they're getting themselves into. Right. You know, like, do they need to know about cleansing? Do they need to know about not allowing attachments and about bullies oh, yeah. and how spirits can control kids very easily? Possessions, You know, yes, and yes. so it's, you know, it was really dicey. So this parent contacted me and, um, you know, I ended up, you know, sitting together with, with the kids and telling them about the equipment and how to use it, how to talk to the spirits. Um, and uh, they went to one of the, the homes where supposedly the Black Dahlia had been oh. killed. Oh. Yeah. Supposedly oh. the person that was committed of uh, that crime. But anyway, yeah. So I, I like to do workshops in that sense. Right now everything is private. If somebody contacts me, um, I haven't done a monthly meetup in a while just because once I... I I, uh, uh, I I got back into working and then I started the tours up. Then it just became overwhelming. Uh, okay. Like right now I'm working six days a week, but that's going to change because I'm going to be working smarter, not harder. Right. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to be renting my own space and doing massage. So I'm going to have my own business. I'm going to make my own hours rather than being un, under the, you know, the being the victim of an employ, employee, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, being an employee and, and having to sit around for six or seven hours and work for someone nobody's else. coming in. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah. So yeah, I'm going to be getting yeah. my own business, making my own yeah. hours, which means I'm going to be able to open up more things and I'm going to get back into my uh the investigations the monthly investigations just okay. and that's like free you know just people getting together oh. experiencing it um i i but i don't explain the equipment all that much because come take a class yes you know because otherwise i'm wasting a half an hour to 45 minutes of my time telling people mm -hmm. How do, you know, what's the difference between a ghost and a spirit? How do you use the equipment? This and that. It's almost like half of my tour. Right. You know? Right. So, in a sense, I'm wasting all that time where we could just be getting in, setting up, doing an investigation, and having more time spending with attracting spirits and, and communicating with the other side. So, that's the whole goal is to be able to offer a workshop and then that following weekend do a meetup, you know? Okay. And uh, the workshops would be, would be of course, paid events, but the, the, the meetups would be almost like a, a, an excuse for everyone to get experience in. And plus to meet other people. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And then from that point on, hey, if you guys want to go and branch out on your own and go here or go there or go to Kingman or go to Oatman or, you know, oh, uh, yeah. you know Route 66, if you want to drive down. Yeah, I mean, you, you just... You know, there's so many things. There's so many things. Arizona has historic spots. Yeah. So, yeah. And then come back and have you help you mark your maps to tell other people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Um, for your ghost tour, what bothered me just a little bit was that the possibility of spirit attachments. Would you ever consider doing cleansings to make people feel better mm. about bringing something home? You know. Because it is a possibility. Yeah, it is. I've... Uh, I've really looked into even thinking about doing that for people's homes. Mm -hmm. um, I, I've, I've read a few things. I'm in by no way a shaman, you know, oh. when it comes to different things like that locally. But I, I have experience. I, I, I know different things. I'm also a Reiki master, so I right. deal with energy. Um, right. I'm, but I'm not a medium, no. you know, and, uh, but I am clairvoyant and there's a big difference between yes. those things. Yes, there is. Um, m mediums can see, can sense clairvoyance. We kind of, we see things in our mind. Usually people who are creative are clairvoyants. 
um, you know, thinking with the, the you know, they're left-handed, but mm-hmm. thinking with the right brain. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're seeing patterns. We're thinking artistically. We're able to see images in our mind. Um, and that's what happened when I was doing a, uh, a pub crawl. Uh, I had a whole experience with that. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. I love that story. Um, we'll, we'll get back to that. <laughs> yes. But, um, but yes, doing cleansings in homes. Um, uh, I, if, if I do a cleansing at home, I might, I may have a clairvoyant moment where all of a sudden I, I, I'm seeing a, 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 a vision or an image of somebody in my mind that, you know, like all of a sudden maybe the image of a cat will come up, you know, or a, a, a male or a young child. Mm-hmm. So something like that could definitely be the case, but, um, doing homes is, 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 a, is a pretty big event is a pretty mm-hmm. big thing yes. uh, to have to prepare to do a, a home cleansing uh, people a little bit easier um, that's definitely uh, when it comes you know that's the whole reason why I ended up taking my Reiki master course mm-hmm. um, I was uh, which uh, she actually did in India <laughs> yeah actually Reiki one and two I took in India mm-hmm. when I moved back to California I had joined a Reiki group there and the gal was teaching a Reiki master class mm-hmm. and so the connection here, which is interesting, and I didn't know who this gal was. I just saw she was doing a Reiki class in um, in the Valley, you know, in L.A., and we became great friends because we would do Reiki shares, oh. which meant other people that were into Reiki would get a chance to practice, and we would all have healing sessions on each other. Oh, and then, nice. you know, and she had been doing Reiki for so long, she said, like, I'm going to teach a master class. And it just so happened that... I was getting into the paranormal and I was watching a show, The Dead Files. Ah, yes. And I've seen that. and the the gal was uh uh saying that the guy of this property that they that they had decided to buy to do haunted tours in in this supposedly in this property, the guy started to take over the personality of the the male that was haunting the pro- the property. Oh. And the, the, the gal in Dead Files said, you know, what you need to do is you need to find a Reiki master that could cleanse that energy out of you. And that's when I went, I have to do that. Mm. I'm like, I'm one step away. I'm, I'm there. I can take a Reiki master class and I'll be fine. Yeah. And that's when I said, I'm taking my Reiki master class. But anyway, so wow. this gal that was the Reiki master, her and her husband owned an antique store in California called Freaks Antiques. And they had funky weird medical equipment and dolls and a lot of creepy shit well the house that they lived in had a a double murder happen in it so there's a lot of activity in it and her as a reiki master she was able to cleanse it and try to keep things at bay Mm -hmm. but you know the the whole family has had some pretty spooky experiences and somehow she ended up reaching out to Zach or somebody from the crew saying, you should come check our place out. Um, I've did an investigation in their store before. Yeah. Um, eventually, after a couple of years, the store ended up closing down. It was too much. It cost them too much money. Yeah. So they brought all their antiques into their home. Oh, no, so no, now, no. <laughs> right? No. So now their home has all of these things in it. Cursed antiques. So, so <laughs> Zach and the gang yeah. did... An investigation at their property. Oh, kitty cat! Yeah. Did did an investigation at their property, oh. and um, and it was so funny because when I was in Savannah, uh, I got to be part of a a, a reenactment scene when they came to the property that we worked at. Oh. So we had this connection of the ghost of ghost adventures, right? Right. And um, yeah, so it was 
it was right before I moved out here. It must have been in 2016 or 2017. Um, it's I think I believe that the 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 title of the episode was called the Freak House or something Freak, like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we all got to to gather at our house. There must have been 20 of us that all got in the living room and sat and watched watched the episode. Oh. So um, so that that's an interesting connection, and all of that comes down to my Reiki mastership. Yes. So she was my Reiki master instructor. Wow. And um, so it, it was so funny because then. Right before Christmas, the Travel Channel reached out to me and said, "Hey, oh. we're interested in in your ghost tours and and Havasu hauntings. Would you be interested in in talking with us?" And I said, "Of course, <laughs> of yes. course." So I once again, I'm like, "Oh my God, I might be part of the Ghost Adventures again. It's yes. all coming back to me." Oh, so, but I'm they sure. haven't reached back out to me. Oh come on, <laughs> Travel Channel Ghost Adventures. You know, I've got some I've got some good theories here. Oh, yeah. I've got some good experience. Yes. Come on, um, give me a chat. Just, they're always so busy. I know, right? They're always so busy because they were even at Renaissance Fair in California where I was mm. with uh, Fred Ward. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they had him. That's <laughs> so, so funny. That was years and years ago. But so, yeah, so cleansing, cleansings cleansing. and homes and, so, uh, and all uh, that. Also, like at the end of the tour, maybe? Like before they leave, do a quick cleanse. You know, I used to I used to bring smudge stick, smudge but it stick. just started to fall apart in my bag, get, getting yeah. carried around. It's like easy, but I did. I would take it out and I would just burn it a little bit, and I would waft it over the people, you know. Yeah. And and then after a while, it's like yeah, it just starts to break apart in my bag, and I would have to put it in a special pocket, and it would still probably get crushed and yeah. fall apart. But um, but yeah, but I would I would talk a little bit about it, and you know, and it's something I I would talk about it in Hollywood a lot. It's mm-hmm. something that I don't talk here as much, just because it the st- it's still tweak. I'm still tweaking the tour, you know, and mm-hmm. and and figuring out. Okay, this is what I used to talk about in Hollywood all the time, you know, and but not in regards to Hollywood, but just in general for the paranormal world. And I would talk about cleansing and using salt, and I, I you know, I would bring up supernatural, right? right? And right. I would, you know, tell people, okay, if, if if you're not familiar with salt and cleansing, if you watch Supernatural, I'm sure you're really familiar with it. Yep. <laughs> so you know, to and I always try to bring it back to other TV shows or movies that are out there that I know people watch, because you know sometimes people don't like to read, mm-hmm. they don't like to learn those things on their own, they just like to get their fact through fiction mm-hmm. you know yeah. which like we were saying some of it does have authenticity mm-hmm. you know there is truth to it yeah even if it's a smidge yeah, yeah. so um yeah, yeah. so uh that definitely you know it, w- it would be nice to do a little some sort of a little cleanse and plus but... i think because la the culture is a little different here so people are not as quite open to that type you know the um yeah. a, a lot of the people that uh, i mean quite a few of the People that would take my tours that loved it were the Hispanics. They love it. They have such a rich supernatural and spiritual yes. culture as well. Yes, they do. And they would talk openly about the dead. I mean, mm-hmm. of course, when you think of day of dead and all that, it's, it's a, a celebration. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they wouldn't fear it as much. But when I was in Savannah, Savannah, Georgia, 50% of the population is African-American. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many African-Americans came into that ghost tour? Maybe three. <laughs> oh, No. Talk about yeah. superstitious. Yes. They would, and, and the, the one family that did come in, they got sick to their stomach because they were in the slave quarters and they knew what that, that oh, whole room was about. Yes. And they started to, to get really nauseous and they started to feel ill. And it's like, shh, just breathe. Just don't let it, don't let it get you. Don't let them it. know that you're, you're stronger than them. You can't, yeah. you know, you can't let that affect you. The, the, the empathy or whatever it is that you're feeling. 
Um, but yeah, you, I, I haven't gotten many African Americans on my tour. Mm. Like, and though since I started in Savannah, very few. And now they'd come on the tour, and I'd be like, "You are brave. <laughs> <laughs> you are brave." Yeah. You know, because they really do. They're, ah, I don't know about that. So, so yeah, it's it's interesting how cultures you know, vary and all that. You know, the funny thing, because they had all, uh, I was married to a guy from India. Mm-hmm. And do you know what a ghost in India is called? Boot. Boot. Boo. Oh. Boot. Boo. Okay. Yep. And it's B-H-O-O-T, I believe. Boot. Mm-hmm. So thinking about it, when the ghost says boo, boot. right? Boot. And yeah. I just couldn't believe it. I'm like, wow, what? That's interesting. I wonder if there's any kind of correlation to that. So, and they have, you know, their different versions of of spirits, mm-hmm. and yeah. So it's uh, it's fascinating, and, and that's such a talk about a spiritual culture there. You know, all the gods and yeah. Oh yeah, the deities mm. and yeah, yeah. So, um, do you ever reach out to other people in town to get all get stories? I don't, and I I know I need to more. You know the and. There's times I, I, I do think about posting, hey, if anyone's got a good ghost story, tell me. And sometimes, you, I mean, you might get a lot of garbage, you know, like well, people yeah. just making stuff up. But y- y- you and never you know. you can tell. You can tell. You know, too. and then, and then you know, the, the next thing, you know, I've got like 20 people are like, come to my house, come to my house, come to my house and investigate. I'm and like, you're like, no, no. <laughs> I, I work. I have yeah. a real job. I can't do this every single night. So it, it, it does get overwhelming in that sense so i really have to to be careful when i ask people so people will you know if they if they bring out their story and they talk about different places and different you know areas then i'll be like i'll make sure i check that one out Mm -hmm. you know but really when it comes down to it almost everybody can have some sort of a supernatural experience in their home if they're open to it and there is where you can expand your business get more people to work with you maybe later Sure. To help with that. Because mm-hmm. then there's where your extra business could come from visiting other people's homes. Oh. Having, cl- paying people to go and cleanse Cleansing. Homes. Yeah. But that's later. I mean, that could yeah. be later. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, the thing is, you know, Havasu is such an old community because yes. we have all of our snowbirds here. You know, I tell a lot of people that come on our tours and they're like, there's not ghosts in Havasu. I'm like, you want to make a bet? Yeah. Do you know how many seniors have passed away out here? Yes. <laughs> Especially at the, have you been to the scene, the nursing home, the main nursing home in there? It's creepy. Which which one is it? The main one off of Kearsage. Okay. No, I don't know. It's the original nursing home. Oh, And going in there, you feel chills. It's cold. It's always cold. They have the heat on. It's still cold. It's still cold. It's still cold. I know a, a, yeah. a good They're friend of mine, she works at Prestige. Yes. And she That's said... That's a newer facility. She's yeah. like, you know, uh, you know, people pass away here quite often. Yeah. And a lot of us here that work, you know, that work experience the, the spookiest things. Mm-hmm. You know, she's got her beauty salon in there. Yep. <laughs> there's, there's also one in the other one. Oh. It's a little one. Oh. But... Yeah, I mean, those would be great places to check out. I know, I know, right? <laughs> it is. But yeah, once again, you're dealing with senior spirits. Yes. And at that time, you know, I don't know how many senior spirits would really still be stuck behind. At that point, they've lived their life. They're ready to move on. It's, 
the younger ones who still have those burdens mm-hmm. i call them spiritual hoarders you know right they they just can't seem to to leave this life you know and and they continue to take stock in in their old life because they can't move on you know it's like people refusing to you know flow with the times and get a new iphone or something <laughs> you know they just don't i still love my iphone 4 yeah. right but no um but yeah, it's just um uh I, I I don't think there's too many old spirits. Um I mean sure there there may be some maybe you know maybe still trying to figure out how things are uh-oh. See, we're talking about it. <laughs> <One second. Good. clears throat> Moving on. Um so yeah, so so the senior spirits. I think I think they they probably do cross over a little bit more than the the younger ones. The younger ones still feel that they didn't live their life fully. They didn't live it enough. Mm-hmm. There's still things that they wanted to finish here. Mm-hmm. You know, I still wanted to, to go here. I still wanted to go to Disneyland. I still wanted, you know, the older people are like, yeah, whatever. I'm ready. I'm ready to go on. You know, I'm, I'm ready to, to, to recycle my soul and to, you know, to, to get popped out somewhere in like Ireland or whatever, you know, <laughs> I don't know. But, um, but yeah. So what could say with paranormal, investigations there's always new things to check out well because there's all there's now these new creepy pasta well not new creepy pastas but creepy pastas that are also urban legends i mean <laughs> you know do you still do you still consider that it's almost like doing more homework for the paranormal to learn about new uh new spirits or new creatures mm. or something New equipment, maybe. <laughs> new equipment, yeah, because that's something that's always, uh, you know, one of the paranormal groups that, you know, I joined up in L.A., they had, like, the creepiest, I, I wouldn't even call it a, a, a spirit box. It was something totally different. It literally was almost like a, um, a guitar speaker that they had rigged and wired up in such a manner. It, it was literally like an echo in a tunnel that you would hear the spirit's voice, but you'd have all that white noise was gone. Oh, so it was freaky and it would like echo, echo, echo. It was, but, oh, and I can't remember the name of it, but I'm sure if you, 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 you snoop around, you'll be able to, to, to find out. Um, I've seen a few posts about it, but, um, it, it was, I want to think it was maybe like three or 400 bucks for this thing. And it was really unique. We used it in one of the spaces when we were up in, uh, California at, at a ranch up in the valley, um, but equipment yeah always good having having new equipment i mean energy is energy and spirits are going to manipulate it regardless so it can be you know you know an ancient form of you know emf detectors that's still gonna you know light up and everything but the the bottom line is to hear you know and and even still to me how is it we're hearing a spirit they don't have vocal cords they don't have you know they don't have a voice box they don't have lungs how how are we hearing a voice and that's what blows me away and i know one guy you know he was kind of you know kind of being a little bit of a a debunker a debbie a debbie downer or danny downer (laughs) Downer. um you know saying well ham radio you know will pick up frequencies and this and that and da 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 and it's like okay that's great ham radio but i'm not on a walkie talkie it's not like i'm a truck driver no pushing on a microphone button and talking into into a microphone mm. i'm talking to the air around me that the the evp you know the, the the spirit box we have is just a radio with a speaker yeah 
because there's it's, not a microphone it's open channels open frequency channels yeah to pick up anything and i'm like so how is ham radio hearing what i'm saying mm -mm. they're not hearing what i'm saying mm -mm. you know only the spirits around me are hearing what i'm saying mm -hmm. you know so and he's like don't get upset <laughs> and, and i'm like but i'm trying to prove my point yeah. you know see where i'm coming from i'm not talking inside of a inside of a radio mm -hmm. i'm talking to the air around me mm -hmm. um uh so so yeah so you know there's always going to be you know the bunkers in a way you know they've got their own little theories but um uh, yeah, because yeah. one of the new equipments I was liking was the thermal cameras. Oh, the floor? Yeah. Ah. Oh. Yeah. It's yeah. where, you know, a cold, it's cold, you know, it's a, cold a, go, a ghost, either a ghost imprint or a spirit actually mm. moving. Right. And then you can see who's with you, like around you, like people, mm -hmm. regular people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you see cold because you can find those cold spots and go, okay, let's stand here. <laughs> Or it's just going to show like uh, an air, like an air pocket. Ah, that's a cold. vortex. Vortex. A vortex. We talk about vortexes. Yes. Vortices. Oh, she covers everything. Yeah. It's awesome. Try. I, you know, and it's so hard. You know, I had well, a good friend on the tour. So the, your friends are going to be your most critical, right? Mm -hmm. That's when she's like, you should just talk about t ghosts. I'm like, no. yeah, but I, I can't talk just about ghosts the whole time because there's not always ghosts. I want to talk about ghosts in the form of energy and how that energy affects us and how we can be energy. So that's when I go into the, the, the vortices and, and the chakras and the human body and, and how our energy is, is goes beyond that. Um, so yeah, so in a way it is spiritual, you know, it still is spiritual, even though it's not a ghost, but that's how we become a ghost. That's still our, our system that's working. That brain, that brain of ours is, is an, an antenna. It's yes. beep, 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 beep. It's peeking up feelers and sensors around us. That's it's what it is. Beep, beep. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, bit, it's too big to think about. It's too big and it's kind of scary too because mm -hmm. it's around. It's like it's in the air. It's and we'll never know air. until we get there. Yeah. When we pass away, we're like, oh, shit. <laughs> that's what I was talking about. I was so wrong. Right. <laughs> oh, I was so wrong, you know, and, and that's why, you know, when I've had spirits call me a bitch or an idiot, it's like, well, I'm sure one time you were me and you were full of those same questions, you know? Okay. Now you're on the other side and you're like, Oh, what's going on over here? I'm pretty bored. Look at this girl. She's like thinking she knows her shit, <laughs> but really she don't know it. We're just stuck here. Yeah. Uh, have anybody on your tour ever been touched? Because there the are tours. there are spirits that are strong enough to touch. Oh yes, um, I I haven't had people touch you. You know, usually when people get into a dark space and they're walking around, they're like, I felt something touch me. Yeah, you know. But when we were outside in Hollywood doing the investigation, nobody ever said it because they could see. You know, so they don't make that correlation. But when you're in the darkness, mm -hmm. yep, something it, it's something. Um, for for me, I I had my very first experience. Um, uh, with uh night paralysis yes and um that was something that i never really believed in and i thought exactly um what everyone else says it's just you dreaming waking up from a dream and your body freezes up mm -hmm. but i was wide awake and i'd only been asleep for two hours so i didn't even i really wasn't even in my rem phase at that point um and uh and i had just finished my pub crawl and it was got home it was about 1 30 i woke up again it was about 3 30 my whole body was just tingling like this crazy creepy sensation and it was so strange and i thought what the heck 
I've never felt like this before. And then the end of the bed started to sink. Yeah. And I went, oh, okay, I think something's happening. And I was laying on my belly and I turned to look. And my husband at the time, he was sleeping next to me and he's not into any of this. So right. the last thing I wanted to do was scream. So I had to keep as quiet as much as possible not to freak him out. Um, he probably would have left me then. <laughs> um, but I, I beat him to that punch anyway. anyway but uh, <laughs> So I turned and looked to see if I could see a, a shadow or a light or something or anything. And it was the minute I turned to look, all of a sudden I got this big bear hug from behind. Literally squeezed the air out of me. And I was froze, completely froze. And a smile came on my face because I thought, wow, I'm actually having an experience. This is really happening to me now. I was pretty excited. So I, I, I just let it go, you know, and, and just just let it happen. And then it let up. And the only thing I did was I, I turned and whispered uh, on, you know, the opposite shoulder. I said, you can't be here. You have to leave. <laughs> and a couple minutes later, I had a vision of a police officer walking away in my mind. There's that clairvoyance, right? Mm -hmm. He was literally walking away. And that night when we were in one of the speakeasies, it was from the 20s, um, we were communicating with somebody, and it was a, 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 a gentleman, a male spirit, who was around, and we, we had believed either the 40s or the 50s, um, and we had gotten some information out of him. He had committed suicide. So um, it, was, it was pretty trippy, you know? So when that happened, I knew right away. I said I just had my very first experience with night paralysis, now I believe all those other people when they say it happens to them. Yeah. Although that was the first time and it's been the last time. It's never happened to me again. Um, but uh, it, it really had me like physically experience what it felt like. Now, uh, if you've ever gotten electrocuted or mm -hmm. gotten close to a, a switch mm -hmm. and, and your whole body freezes, you'll stand there kind of shaking, uh, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and you're frozen in time. You know, just kind of like when you watch Ghostbusters, right? And Bill Murray is going through the cards for this kid, this big curly-haired kid. You know, <laughs> right. and the kid guesses guesses it right. Bill Murray keeps saying, nope, nope, and electrocuting the kid yeah. because he wanted the hots for the, for the girl, right? <laughs> so the kid kept guessing it, and, you know, eventually he shocks the kid, and the kid, like, ah, the gum just flies out of his mouth, and it's so funny. That's, <laughs> that's like an epic moment. That was brilliant. But, uh, I mean, that, then that's the feeling. You're just like, ah! Yeah. You're freezing and your body is kind of shaking, but you you can't do anything. I mean, your eyeballs can move and that's probably about it. And um, and that's what I tell people that experience was like. It wasn't my muscles tense, tensing. It was literally the fact that I was being electrocuted. Like yes. pure energy was in my body. And I don't believe in possession. I believe spirits manipulate. They don't possess. Um, so uh, influence, that's influence, the other word I'm thinking of. So, okay. you know, uh, children don't get possessed, they get influenced. So, you know, if there's a spirit hanging out with your child, and your char child's like, yes, you know, I have um, uh, 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 an imaginary friend. And the mother's like, oh, that's nice. What's his name? Right? <laughs> you know, yes. and they go on. Okay, then, you know, mom all of a sudden starts hearing her son complain about her cooking. And then the son <laughs> starts swearing. Well, because that, that spirit is, you know, influencing this boy. You know, I've had bad friends who influenced me, you know, mm -hmm, and, and mm -hmm. I've talked badly to my mom because right. of this friend. So it, the spirit doesn't need to be inside my body to do it. They can just be standing next to me going, your mom's pasta is terrible. Yes. Tell her it fucking sucks. <laughs> and that kid right. will say that. And that yes. mom's like, where did you hear that? My imaginal friend, Daniel. 
no, you didn't. You know, so it's like Ralphie, you know, wash your mouth out with soap. Who did you hear it from? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. When it really was dad. Yeah. Dad said it. There's the influence. Yep. Yeah. So, so yeah. So I, I don't believe in possession. I believe in, in, in influence. influence. Well, um, okay. That's because I sort of thought, yes, possession is possible because their personality is changing. Mm. So. But yeah, but their influ- influence, I, I, yep, I, yep. I, I can agree with that. Sure. Um, but yeah, but the, the, the electrical, like the current that just ran through my body, mm-hmm. my whole body just froze right up. And if my husband wasn't there, I probably just would have sat up and said, okay, spirit, let's talk. And I would have grabbed my equipment, turned it on and said, tell me about yourself. Yes. And I wanted to so bad, but I but couldn't. couldn't. I, I'm like, you, you gotta Have, go. I'm hubby, so hubby sorry. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> yeah, it's no fun. I had the night paralysis to where I couldn't even speak. Ah. Oh. To ask, call for help. Was... Well, and and that's kind of how I felt too. I, I... Yeah. Everything yeah. was locked up. Yes. Like I said, I think my eyes were the only thing that yes. could move. Yes. It, it, and if even I remembered moving my eyes, but I smiled because I'm like, yeah, that's cool. He smiled <laughs> as best as I could. <laughs> but night paralysis is not fun to experience. Yeah. I can, I'm going to agree with that. Wow. It's not. I, I wasn't enjoying it. Um. <laughs> it happens several times. Oh. It even happens here. Ooh. It happens here. So wow. sometimes. Uh-huh. So it's becoming mm. less and less because I am stronger. Oh, so. yeah, yeah, exactly. And you, yeah. you have to be, you know, like when I would have kids on my tour, you know, and, and, or even the parents, you know, I, I would have to tell the parents, you have to be stronger than the spirit. Yeah. Otherwise you're going to, you're going to school and you're letting that bully beat you up every time for that lunch money. Mm-hmm. You have to stand up to them and that's spirits will get away with it because guess what? You can't see them. They're like, nah, 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 nah. Yeah. I'm going to keep scaring you. Until you say no. Uh, yeah. No. And you do. You have to just stand say up no. and say, listen, you, I know who, I know you. I know what you're doing and, and you're, it's not working. Get, got to get the hell out of my house. Move on. Whatever it is that you're doing, doing you, you got to get out of here because I don't, I don't care about yeah, you, you are and not, you're not going to ruin my life. You're not welcome here. Yeah. Yes. Uh, did you ever, have you ever contacted or been contacted by other people in the paranormal like uh, local witches or no, I, or well, other other psychics. I have. Um, there's actually a couple of different groups or p- and people that have reached out to me. Uh, one, her name is um, uh, Margaret Van Koops, and she runs the Sumeris Center uh, uh, off of Acoma, and she's a, a, a psychic, and she does a lot of workshops on past lives and regressions. She reached out to me through my meetup group. Ah. Um, and she wanted to start some things up at the center. And of course this was when, you know, I, I was so busy. I couldn't do things. I had done a few things, but I really wasn't able to, to get on there. I, but even at this point, I may reach out to her now that a little bit of my life is going to be opening up in time because I want to get back into doing my Reiki shares and Reiki workshops mm-hmm. and she's got the perfect space for it. Okay. So I'll probably be reaching, you know, I, and I actually got together with them last week um, and I'll be getting together with her this week because me and her are going to do an exchange. Nice. I'm going to work a, do massage on her and then she's going to do some crystal therapy and, and some medical, meta, metaphysical stuff as well. Um, she's really big into the alien, the mm-hmm. alien thing. Mm-hmm. So if any of you out there, Which... you know, definitely pay 
the Sumeris Center uh, a visit. I, I don't know if we can allow allow shout outs here. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, Go ahead. <laughs> plug, plug, plug. Um, but, um, but yeah, she's got some interesting interesting um things to say and 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 background um and then uh another gal that i i ended up getting in touch with her name was holly dove and she used to do some spirit it was the spirit fair out here for for quite some time Mm -hmm. and she was the one who found the vortices out here in havasu didn't she do the drum circles yes and she did the drum circles out here the drum circles but now she's she's you know, outgrown all that pretty much. Mm. I mean, she's getting older and she just, you know, it's, it's more difficult for her, you know, as she gets older. Mm. Um, but she ended up, um, finding the vortices via pendulum. Right. So, um, you know, so that's somebody, and she, you know, is also psychic. I, I want to think she's a Reiki master as well. I'm forgetting at this point, but you know, is she also native American? Maybe. I think, so I mean Holly Dove. I yeah, think that's a Native American. I think well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know that's Dove's not her last name. Okay. I, I think it's um but um and, and I've thought about, you know, changing my name. You know, I don't like my last name, it's an adopted name. So mm. I use my middle name, Kimberly Christine. Yes. But um I've had a few people say, you know, oh you should be this or you should be that or you know, make up like some stage name. Right. And I'm like I don't know. I, I, I just don't know if I could do it. You know, I don't know if I could do a stage name. It's just weird. So. Well, because uh, having a non-diplume kind of separates your life a bit. Yeah. And, and well, and, and it does create a persona and a character about you. And because I'm a costume designer, you know, and that there's that element to me that, you know, I dressed up and I, I do have a costume when I do my yes. tours. Which you is know. steampunky. It's yes, so awesome. I, I it's it awesome. She does the whole thing. Top hat, the cute little dress. I yeah. love that. that I, I still got a lot of work to, to do yet more, more stuff, more layers, more, more, um, uh, more ruffles. Yeah. Uh, but, um, but a lot of time you can't show it because it is windy. Well, right now right? it's windy. It's cold. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I, but she I, does I do the up. trench coat yes. and, and that's when I was in Hollywood, I was doing like a fifties kind of a forties or fifties with the, you know, the fedora hat and the trench coat yeah. and I would dress up flapper. So when I was in Hollywood doing tours, I would run the gamut of, Aww. of costume. I wouldn't have the same costume. I, you know, my, I'm, I'm ADD, right? You know, so <laughs> my mind's all over the place. I'm like, no, I got to look like this this day and this this day and this this day. You know, I would change my looks quite often. I've also been ca- called chameleon. Right. Because right. I change. change. Yes. Awesome. Well, this is the part where you plug your stuff and let people know where we can reach you. So you can reach me at uh, the City of Dark Angels Tours.com. Uh, I am in Lake Havasu City, Arizona. And uh, I also go under uh, um, the, the search engine of Havasu Hauntings, uh, just because it's easier to type sometimes for people. Right. And plus, if people come out here and they want to see if Havasu is haunted, and they type that, mm-hmm. haunted Havasu, ghosts in, in Havasu, then more than likely Havasu Hauntings will pop up versus City of Dark Angels. Um, so yeah, so those are the places that you could reach me out. Of course, I'm on Facebook. City of Dark Angels tours and or Havasu Hauntings. You mm-hmm. can type either or and find me. Um, and I do 
Instagram, but I'll, I'll be honest, I, I don't do Instagram enough anymore. Doing all those damn hashtags take up so much of my time. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm, I'm happy with just doing a Facebook post and just post, you know, uh, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm get, really getting tired of Instagram. Oh, there's too many social medias to, to control and yeah. take care of. But yeah, so so that's my plug. All right. And thank you very much for joining me. Thank tonight. you. Having, thank, thank you for having me, girl. <laughs> And do check out her tours if you are into the paranormal and want to learn about the local Lake Havasu legends. Let you resurrect the antiquated train wreck known as Juggernaut.
Brought to you by NordVPN, and I don't know about you guys, but I've had that call from the bank. I hate that call from the bank, and you know what call I'm talking about. It's that call that your information has been hacked, and somebody's trying to use it in another country. Well, like I said, I've had that happen to me before. NordVPN is a hack-proof encrypted tunnel for online traffic to flow. Nobody can see through the tunnel and nobody can get their hands on your internet data. NordVPN gives you peace of mind every time you use the public Wi-Fi, access your personal and work accounts on the road, or just want to keep your browsing history to yourself. You know, when, when you're talking with private browsing. But they have 5,100 servers in 62 countries and that gets updated weekly. So, you know, you're hit with that Article 13 in Europe Maybe you want to check out NordVPN before this happens. And uh, that way you can access an American server and not miss out on your favorite YouTubers. At least your favorite American YouTubers. There's no data logging. And they also have an extension for the Chrome browser, which is lightweight and user-friendly from the first click. I know a lot of you guys use Chrome out there. 
you definitely need to pick this one up. It's a 24-7 automatic support. Some of the best people in the world will take care of you in this. And you can do that through live chat or emails. You can have up to six simultaneous accounts, and there's even an automatic kill switch. Oh, yeah. You want to get around that great China firewall? This is the place for you to do it. And going to the Middle East? This will work, too. It's compatible with most operating systems, including Windows, Mac, and Android. Double data encryption for increased anonymity. And I'm telling you folks, it's something you need, especially because you don't want to get that phone call from your bank going, oh yeah, by the way, uh, you know, you've, you've been, you've been in Italy the last couple of days, haven't you? No. Onion over VPN servers, unlimited bandwidth. They accept all the major credit cards, PayPal and Bitcoin, dedicated IPs available on request and free security extras. You can try them right now, risk-free, 30-day money-back guarantee, and they've got that CyberSec suite and an ad blocker. Folks, this is something you definitely need to have. Click the link in the description right now, and you can get up to three years' worth of service. The show that puts the story back into history. History is all about discovering the why and i think that in that process it's important to never take the story out of history making history come alive one episode at a time visit the mondayamerican.com to get more dive into the monday american don't worry we'll be gentle don't want to i'm afraid don't be afraid no be afraid be very afraid Hey, this is Karen Stever, and you are listening to EMZT Radio. And to understand what Kim does for her nighttime paranormal ghost tour job. So, I brought a special treat with me, and this is called a death whistle. Oh. Aztec death whistle. Oh, look at that. Wow. It's skull-shaped. It's like a little, almost like a monkey skull in a yeah. weird way. Now, this was discovered in 1996 uh, in a, a burial of just one person down in Mexico, and they couldn't figure out what this was or why it was buried with him. Some people felt that maybe it was um, uh, a tool of war when sides were fighting against each other. All of the, you know, this particular tribe would have these, and they would all blow into it, which would deter and scare their opponents because it literally sounds like a thousand corpses screaming and uh, someone else said that they believe that it was a way to call out to the dead to come and collect a soul so I like that one better right so um, I'm going to blow into this because we're going to call out to the spirits to see basically let us know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you get scared <laughs> to see if they want to come and talk with us. So in a way, I'm going to uh, blow into this. I'll blow into it three times just to kind of let the spirits know, hey, we're down here. If you want to, if you want to come and chit chat with us for the next 25 minutes or so. Ooh. All right, ready to hear this little thing? Yeah. All right. <laughs> wow. Freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> All 
So that's the sound. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. That was awesome. That's not pretty creeps. Creeps, Creepsville. Oh, yeah. All right. So now we've put, in, we've put it out there. Basically what we just did was we opened up that Ouija board. Whoa. Right? <laughs> that's what we're doing. Oh, boy. You know, and then that's the end of the, eventually when we do paranormal stuff like that, that's that's what we're doing. We're opening that Ouija board and saying, okay, come and talk to us. Right? Yeah. Only the tools that we have are a little different. Now, uh, the first thing I like to show people is their phones. You can do a lot of different things with your phones, right? Uh -huh. Our phones are a very expensive piece of electronic equipment. Spirits are pure energy. They are able to manipulate devices, right? Mm -hmm. Turn on our lights, turn on our TVs, do all the different kinds of stuff to confuse us, right? So uh, they do have apps. Some of them are so-so. You know, you can only put like 85% really into the apps. But like I said, knowing that these are electronic devices, spirits are pure energy, you can do different things. So, so we're seeing different colored dots. So basically this is of course, this is the free version. I have a paid version, too, but I show everyone the free version just so you see what it's like, so you can play with it. Um, so, generally, when you first turn it on, you let it warm up for a minute. Like, all this was left over from, oh, Europe. Interesting. So, the word that was up there said farm. That was left over from my last investigation. Okay. Once you turn it on, like I said, you let it run for a little bit, and then new words will start popping up. If you want to learn about the app, just go into the little info button, wherever it is on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> Someone scare you back there? No, it's just there were two <laughs> So you can go to the like the FAQs and you can read about it and how it works. They say it works off of the quantum flux. Uh, a lot of people laugh and like, oh, is it the flux capacitor? Where you play? Yeah, well, whatever. But you know, once again, the sensitivity is high. That's what you want to have it on when you're in a very quiet environment. Like if you're in a hotel, mm -hmm. staying in a hotel, put it on highly sensitive. It's going to pick up all the noises. But if you're like at the London Bridge, put it on low because it's picking up all the different background noises and trying to filter all that out. Right. So. Ghost radar classic. Yes. So better. That's a new word that just popped up. I, I didn't say better. I didn't even oh. say Europe either. Oh, actual. Actual. Nice. So red generally is, is, a, is a warmer energy, like a hotter energy, something that might be closer, a little stronger. Blue is cooler. Um, greens and yellows generally are somewhere in between. Now, when I talked to a medium, she said she believed that uh, um, green and yellow were the distinguishing uh, factors between earthbound spirits and ghosts. And I thought, well, that's interesting. Huh. That was pretty. That was a pretty cool concept. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah. So it, it it does have some sort of authenticity because when I was working in Georgia at Savannah at the haunted property, we had a spirit named Paul, and um, uh, he was one of the, the 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 store managers in the late 1800s out there, right? And uh, we would have conversations with them. And we'd walk into the property with the E. We'd have the EVP, you know, on, and the speaker was on. And they would, spirits would say our name. Kind of oh. like, hi, uh, you'd hear Kim. Oh. Like, hi, Kim. Like, welcome back to work. You know, like, telling, greeting us and stuff. So anyway, this, this uh, uh, shop owner named Paul, we usually c contacted him and connected with him almost every time. We'd see his name pop, or we'd hear his name pop up. And I had my phone, and it was in my purse. And I forgot to shut the ghost radar off. I was driving home. I had left. And all of a sudden, Paul, I heard Paul's voice come through here. Well, it wasn't his voice. The comp it's a computer-generated voice. I right, think right. right now I have the volume off for the voice. Okay. It will literally say actual. 
oh. like in a computer voice. Right, right. So I heard Paul with the computer voice, and I went, ah, oh my God, I screamed. I'm like, are you coming home with me? Uh, <laughs> he was coming home with me. No. I'm like, my husband's home. He's no. not going to like that. So, so yeah, so there really, really is some validity to it. Um, so if you don't have equipment, this is fun to use. I tell people, never do this in your house unless you're strong enough, right, and, and you can get past it. A lot of people will do these things in their home, and they get freaked out because things make sense and things will come up that freak them out, yeah. and then they remove it. They remove the app because <laughs> yeah. yeah. they get spooked out and scared. Um, the best places to do your investigations, once again, you know, bars, playgrounds, theaters, you know, I mean, I'm sure down along the channel, like I said, we got a lot of people that died down here, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of also happy memories of people walking, you know, maybe every day they'd come down here, walk their dogs, or, you know, do family time down here, so I think the channel is probably one of the most haunted places out here, and it's the perfect place to go. Um, the, I like bringing people here because it's, it's less congested, yes. um, otherwise, you know, we'd walk down by Kokomo's and all, all that down there, and there's a lot of people down there, yeah. but if you're going to go down there one night, go there later. I Sometimes I would even run at night or take a walk, and I would park at Rotary, walk up, go over the bridge, all the way back down, past the dog park, walk back up, run over the bridge, and, and, and then I sat and did an investigation right at the lake, and I was getting, I was getting a lot of stuff. So, um, wow. um, and, and I was the only one. I was all alone. Oh, and it must have been like 8.30 at night, and I was like, ooh, this is scary. I love it. I'm the only one down here. So that's a perfect time, you know, go out late. Like, if you guys are done, you know, download this app, go down there, see what you can pick up when you're walking yeah. down the other side of the bridge, you know. <sighs> okay. I, I wish I knew where the bodies were being pulled out, of, uh, you know, when all those people are dying of carbon monoxide poisoning. Yeah. I'm like, where were they parked? Were they parked down here? Or were they parked down there? So, yeah, so the, those are things that I'd like to know, you know. Yeah. But, um, so, yeah, so that's Ghost Radar. It's a free app. It's great. Whoa. The other thing that you have on your phone is your voice memo recorder. Just about oh, every yeah. has one. Yes. You could do, this is what we call a straight EVP from this, right? And basically, you would just walk and talk, you know, even sit down and just say, hello, are there any spirits here? And pretend you're having a conversation, right? Okay. And uh, do you know who I am? What's your name? And then introduce yourself. My name is such and such. Um, and repeat yourself maybe after about, you know, eight minutes, ten minutes of chit-chatting if you want to go back and start all over again because sometimes there's always not going to be a spirit right there standing there when you're doing it, right? Um, so you give it time, ask the questions all over again, maybe at that time, okay, then maybe they'll come down, come over, whatever, and then they might want to talk to you. So ask questions all over again and then shut it off, go, go call into bed, put your headphones in and play it back before you go to sleep. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> because you might hear voices come yes. back through here. There'll be no sleeping that night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, all right. So, have you guys heard the audio that I ended up taking down here? No. Uh, there's a, um, a spirit. I have this. Uh, the, the spirit basically said, do you see me? <laughs> Let me turn it up, up, up. All right. I don't know how good this is going to come through to talk with us through this device we have so we can hear your voice. Oh, oh my God. Oh, you got that. Did you see me? Yeah. Wasn't that creepy? No, oh, okay. I'll do that again. I turned it up. No, I don't want to delete it. No! Damn it. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Well, I, I, I shared it on social media, so it's there. Okay. It's out there. Oh, oh 
Yes, that was here. Oh, that was here. Um, January 12th. Oh, you, you know what? Uh, it, it was this EVP right here. I just, I found it within that eight minutes of footage and okay. put it on there. So it's, it didn't get lost. It's still there. All right. Oh, my All gosh. Right. Oh. But, yeah. Yeah. Crazy, yeah? Oh, boy. Oh, that was so distinct. Yeah. Uh, I, I shared it on my social media. You, you can hear it better there, too, and share it. But, um, yeah, you really get to hear some really creepy things. Wow. Um, so, so that's what we call a straight EVP when we're doing it through our phone. That was through the equipment here. But uh, that's what you can do with your phone. So now I'm going to show you uh, an EMF detector oh. and how that works. Here we get to see one. Hi. So EMF detector stands for electromagnetic field. Contractors and electricians used to use these back in the old days to look for uh, either power outages or overages within a, a property. They would find out where the hot wires were or the hot lines, you know, uh, were behind the walls so they could do any repairs if need be. Um, and one day, uh, all the electricity was out in, 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 in a house, and uh, all of a sudden, the equipment started going off, and the guys were, like, totally miffed, like, why is this going off? There's no electricity on the house. It's dead. It's a dead house, you know? Um, and that's when they started to get a little freaked out about it, and then the word got out, and then the paranormal investigators came around, and they're like, yeah, wow, this is a great thing, tool to use to look for spirits, you know? <laughs> so it, 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 it now is one of the most used pieces of equipment when doing paranormal investigations. Yes. Um, so when I turn it on, you're going to see a light zip up and down. Uh -huh. That just means it's powering up, and it's going to go to green. Green is default. Green means there's absolutely nothing no energy or nothing that is surrounding me. So I'm going to turn it on. If it starts flickering and going off, then that means something's here. So no, we're good. Just green, right? Mm -hmm. Now if you have your phone close by, right, it's going to make it go off. Yeah. So you try to make sure all of your electronic devices are far enough away from it when you use it. And when you do use it, you're going to hold it out, right? Don't put your hand on the button. You just put it down a little bit lower. And then you can start having a conversation asking, if there's any spirits here with us, can you touch this green light or get close to this green light? A lot of times spirits don't like to get too close, you know, to you. They like to keep their space as well, you know. And you, your arm might get sore here. Once again, you're, you know, they're not always going to be standing there waiting for you to hurry up and take that out. You know, you got to coax them a little bit. Let them know, I'm not going to hurt you. Um, it's okay. We just want you to communicate with us. Um, and if you're here, can you touch this green light? And if all of a sudden you just see it flicker just the slightest bit, you'll know that there was some form of energy that came by through here. So then you can start having conversations. Are you a male spirit? If you're a male spirit, can you get close and touch that green light? 
And if you see nothing, are you a female spirit? And all of a sudden the light starts flicking, you're like, yep, we got a female that's here with us. Uh -huh. So that's how you can use it for questions, you know, okay. for using it as questions. Um, uh, and uh, it, it, it's, it's like, yeah, I, I saw that. If, sometimes if you shake it, it well, yeah, it didn't move, right? So, and sometimes I have to do that. I'm like, I'm like, nope, nope, okay. <laughs> so one time it was going off like crazy down here, and I'm like, you know, and, and when you do that, you do have to like, uh, you know, if you're in a house, you know, run it down on the floor. You know, a lot of times there's electrical wiring underground. Yeah. You know, even at one of the uh, outdoor properties, it was underneath the, the pavement. You know, electrical wires. You'd put it down and it would start going off. You're like, ah, okay. So you have to rule everything out, right? Make sure you're in a, you know, a clear zone where you know that nothing is, is affecting this. So you do. That's, and that's why they call it investigating, right? You have to rule out all other options. So that is how this works. So now I'm going to hook up this next device. Same thing. Batteries backwards. I have to keep my nails short when I do massages, and it's really difficult. <laughs> yeah. All right. So this is our trusty spirit box. Oh. All it is is an AM FM radio. Oh. It's not a phone. People still like to talk into it. It's not a microphone. <laughs> it's a speaker. It's an AM FM radio. You can't talk into it. But it's habit, and we have a little thing in our hand to do this. Right. <laughs> Spirit is all around us. So when you do talk to them, talk to them like this. Hello, are you here next to me? Are you behind me? When that guy, when that spirit said, do you see me? I'm like, where are you? <laughs> I'm like, that was the creepiest thing ever to hear. Um, so the when we turn it on, all it is, like I said, AM, FM. We put it on AM. AM has the least amount of frequencies. And, and wave, you know, uh, like there's not a lot of AM radio stations versus FM, right? So we put it on AM because we have more white noise. What white noise is, is, is energy. It's energy for the spirits to be able to latch on and to use it. How they get a voice out of that still baffles me, mm -hmm. right? Somehow they are able to have a voice. So get it set. And make sure, oh, i got to turn the volume up. It always goes back to a default volume, and I hate it. And then I have to shut it off, kickstart it again. Mm -hmm. So all this equipment I have on my website. So um, if you want to know what it is, because you want to buy your own stuff. So oh, you're just going to kind of hear. I'll eventually hook up the speakers here, but it's just showing you. We scan it. It scans through all the channels. Uh -huh. And then when it gets to the end, it starts all over again. Right. 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 And that click, click, that static you're hearing, that's the white noise. That's it moving to the next frequency. So when you think of phone lines, it's, it's a different phone line. So you'll get a different spirit on each phone line, right? Uh -oh. And if they're strong enough, they'll come through uh, quite a few different phone lines. And that was like the, the best EVP I ever had. I ended up picking up a female spirit, which I believe could have been um, a peg and twistle, the, the gal who jumped the Hollywood sign. She, when I was doing my tour in Hollywood, her voice came through and it was... Uh, phenomenal. It's the biggest trip ever. So, um, so now I'm going to hook this up. So, basically, you can ask the spirits any questions you want. Think about when you meet somebody for the first time. What do you ask them? You know, hey, what music do you like? You know, what's your favorite color? What's your name? A lot of times, spirits want to tell you their name. The minute we turn this on, sometimes we'll start hearing Steve, Mike, John, whatever, you know. Um, and when we start to do this, 
Okay, if you're recording, you can you use your, your phone recorder to record the session, right? Like I did the last time. I usually I usually didn't record my sessions because sometimes it was just too much work to listen to half an hour of footage every night. I had other things to do, you know. So I would just send it to people. I'm like, here, go through it, let's do it if you want, you know. Um, uh, uh, but I, you have to know whether it's a radio station or whether you're getting genuine spirit. If you ask, what's your name, and all of a sudden you hear Mike, you're like, okay, what radio announcer just coincidentally happened to say a name? Right. Right. What's your favorite color? Blue. What? Okay. Yeah, no. Obviously, that's not a radio station either, right? Um, I had somebody question uh, the ham, ham radio and how sometimes that can be picking things up. And I said, but this is not a, a microphone. I'm talking into the air around me. How is it somebody on another side and another frequency is hearing that? I said, so I'm debunking you right there. Right. Right? right. It, this is literally the spirits that are here in this vicinity that we are talking to and they're answering us. Never ask for a family member by name. Don't say, Mom, are you here? Or, you know, John, are you here? Like I said, spirits can be tricky. Yeah. Right? They can... They're bored, right? Yeah. They're happy somebody's here to talk to them. They'll be whoever you want, right? Yeah. So instead, always ask, who is here with me? That's the best way to get an authentic uh, uh, name. Like I said, you can ask whatever you want. So what I'm going to do, turn it on. We're going to listen. Um, and, and, and if we start hearing things right away, we can start responding, right? But then usually what I'll do is I'll ask, ask the spirits if they remember who I am. And if I don't hear them say my name, uh, then I'll introduce myself. Usually they'll usually repeat my name after I'll say it. And then I'll point to each one of you guys, and you guys can ask, do you know who I am? Because then we can find out if you have an attachment. Oh, right? Yeah. So first ask, do you know who I am? And then if you don't hear anything after a minute, then introduce yourself. Okay. You know, and then same thing. And then we'll, we'll move around, and then we'll, I'll let you guys ask some questions. say my name, like straight up, she said my name one day, and I was like, ah! Yep. These are children's voices. Oh. Everyone gets, everyone gets creepy about that. Yeah. Yeah. close to this, it'll affect this as well. So. Yeah. Are there any spirits that want to come down and talk with us? 
I hope maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Any spirits want to tell us your name? Remember my name. Indy. That's interesting. Hello, Indy. Indy. Indian. My husband's from Indy. Indy. That sounded weird. Did you hear that static? Generally, a voice comes right around that. Uh, that's usually what I've noticed. When you start hearing a little bit of static, so that's why when you do hear it, then you're like, I'm right? <laughs> 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 so used to that. Frank. 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 Hi, Frank. You good? Almost. Yeah. Hi, Frank. Where are you from? None of you spirits remember my name. It's Kim. Behind? Oh, oh my gosh. You have no many... I hear that so much. You usually hear them say, I'm behind you. <laughs> Don't do that. I've, I've forgotten about that for the longest time. I would hear that a lot. Yep. Wow. Or you might hear them say, get out. Okay. And I'm like, sorry, no, you're not going to scare me. Or I'm God or I'm the devil. I'm like, that's great. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. You have fun with that. We're still going to be here for a bit. <laughs> All right. See, they like to be silly and tricksters, you know. All right, so no spirits remember my name. Wait. It said wait. No, it sounded like oh or something. <laughs> oh, so, um, so now I guess that's what I'm going to ask you guys, right? So you go ahead and... and <laughs> uh, do you know my name? I know, right?
What up?
What color is my bracelet? Oh, Danger! Did you hear that? Yeah. It's danger. 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 Uh oh. There's no danger. This is a destruction. Something that you can hold in your hand and ask, you know, can you see what I'm holding? Money. Money. I've had a finger radio. I heard yeah. it say that's funny. Oh. <laughs> so, are there any spirits here that can feed this little animal that I'm setting down on the ground? Can you tell us what it is or what color it is? Yeah. It sounded like a like a growl. Yeah. Maybe it's the chupacabra that's hiding out in the bushes. <laughs> help? It's okay. We're safe. We're Did not you hear somebody say help? Yeah. A lot of times, spirit, you'll you'll hear them say help me or save me. Oh. Somebody need help? towards us? Which way are we walking? Oh, there's people walking there. Oh. All right, so why don't you hold it? Oh. Now that it's in your control? Because a lot of times, sometimes it's like, oh, I don't want to talk to her, she's holding it. <laughs> so sometimes by passing it around, you can ask a question and see if there will be more receptive to you. Yellow? Yellow? Oh, oh, yeah, maybe. 
I don't know. You'll have to go back and listen to it. And that was just a taste of Kim's ghost tour, the audience participation part anyway. But she ended the EVP session by saying thank you to the spirits and goodbye to the spirits and to say that we didn't want any of them to come home with us. So it was a very entertaining tour. The EVP session was what got us excited and uh, more fascinated with the spirit box, especially little Boom Doom. He had such fun doing that. So if you ever get an opportunity to go on a ghost tour and you're interested in the paranormal, I recommend that you go. And if you live in Arizona, Lake Havasu City, you talk to Kimberly Christine and you will have the most fun learning about ghost spirits and the history of the London Bridge. And that wraps up this episode featuring Kimberly Christine, paranormal investigator and ghost tour guide. Be sure to check out the links on where to reach her in the show notes, as well as our WordPress page, emztradio.wordpress.com. And stay tuned for another episode of EMZT Radio for Women in Horror Month.